Hello and welcome to the Moving Curve. I'm Rukmini, a data journalist based in Chennai. Twice a week on this mini cast, I consider one question around the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. Tonight I'm considering this one. We are going to see a lot of seroprevalence surveys coming up. So what's the best way to think about them? It's day 187 of the novel coronavirus epidemic in India and we are reporting 1750723 cases with 37364 deaths. Last week I did an episode after the Delhi seroprevalence survey and since then I felt the need to look more closely at seroprevalence partly because many cities are doing some surveys alongside a few national ones being run by the ICMR and partly because there's now a lot of papers models and writing around seroprevalence and how the new findings should change our understanding of the pandemic i'll be talking a little more about the mumbai survey in an upcoming episode and in another i have an interview with a scientist who led a massive all india sero survey on dengue last year for perspective on how to think about diseases and the antibodies in our blood tonight i wanted to set the tone and make sure i get the context right and i'm thankful to dr giridhar babu an epidemiologist with the public health foundation of india who is also advising the karnataka government for taking the time to answer some very basic questions first i wanted to understand why i hadn't heard of sero surveys for other diseases it could well just be my ignorance and i asked dr babu if that was the case he directed me to some people who have studied antibodies for other diseases and that's what led me to the dengue survey that i'll talk about in an upcoming episode but he also confirmed that this time it's different i think for the first time hmm. uh, the country and also several uh, countries now are using zero prevalence surveys because we do not know in terms of what proportion of uh, people need to be infected after which um the, the herd immunity can be reached so i think from that aspect mm-hmm. second in also in terms of learning uh, itself in terms of whether antibodies are going to be there in everyone or not so even from um, um therapy or a vaccine point of view this information becomes very useful the second part in particular i think is key because the dengue survey as you'll see soon was specifically to prepare for the rollout of a vaccine the purpose for which you're doing the sero survey is very important and matters with respect to the design of the survey too and that's the part i've been having some trouble with most of the surveys conducted thus far in india or at least the information released about them or the way they have been reported in the media seem purely focused on how many people showed or did not show antibodies and given the huge investment of conducting the survey such limited information seemed to be a disservice i asked dr babu about it and you'll hear me stumbling on how to phrase it we do a pure antibody uh, sero survey purely to check for the presence of antibody in a yes no kind of way it doesn't yet tell us much about um, about disease right because we still don't know things like what threshold level the an- of antibodies we need to see to know whether the person has been sort of adequately exposed or not isn't it yeah so i think more than the level or threshold i would hmm. say how long okay. so for example now now you are seeing igg but hmm. how long will they stay and uh, and then 
will the body be producing these antibodies when there is another round of infection so is it going to be lifelong or is it going to be transient so these are the answers that we don't know yet right and uh, for that again this is information uh, very useful for, i mean I, i if you have seen some of the recent studies there is also at least hypothesis that few people may not develop antibodies and they might be resistant to the infection per se and there might be a proportion who might be able to develop antibodies and uh, probably uh, longer than the other part, other sub population sub groups mm. so uh, there, there are all sorts of hypotheses uh, right now so uh, that's why these uh, studies are useful even from a research point of view not just understanding whether we have reached uh, herd immunity levels or not for a sero survey to be truly useful to be answering the sort of pressing research questions dr babu mentions it's going to need to give you a lot more than a headline number you need to know far greater details in terms of uh, what is the age distribution what are the symptoms mm. that they had earlier and um, several other characteristics in terms of how the sample was selected Right. Uh, all these details are absolutely necessary even from the public health point of view none of the sero surveys so far are fully representative all the ones conducted so far divide districts or wards as the case may be into high prevalence low prevalence and so on which makes sense for an initial research question but is obviously not how the virus is spread in the overall population and that's fine for now but i do hope that we're going to see more representative sampling based sero surveys soon to be able to say more because one of my concerns about the incomplete sort of sero surveys we're doing so far is that immediately people have extrapolated from the findings to say that if the disease is more widespread than was first thought this means that the fatality rate from covid is actually very low dr babu put my fears in better perspective if you look at uh, the kind of uh, sampling done in mumbai right. they have done in three wards and right. the wards were selected such that one ward was uh, high prevalence one was moderate and the other one was uh, low prevalence right so you cannot uh, uh, claim that this is a representative uh, of uh, mumbai so that premise itself is wrong right so if but if it if it is indeed indeed true that uh, 57% of the entire mumbai population is infected already mm. then the question is different then we'll say okay maybe i mean let's assume that from every ward a random sample was taken and they were tested mm. and then then you got 57% right then what we should be doing is something called infection to case ratio okay right so for these many infections how many cases did we detect right so then if you say one to uh, if there is for every case there were 100 infections right then i know what is the uh, reporting error right. in terms of how many cases we actually saw right so therefore uh, having numerator which is the number of deaths hmm. uh, even if there is an under uh, estimation by two or three times hmm. uh, and you include that as well and then put the total number of infections in the denominator based hmm. on as uh, assumably a, a representative survey right. you will get a lower infection fatality rate and that's true all over the world so this is not 
unique to india right but what uh, but extrapolating one set of numbers for the entire mumbai city is yeah. wrong in terms of saying our infection fatality uh, rate is so low which means either one in 1000 or 2000 will uh, have fatality from yeah. covid 19 compared to all over the world it is 1 in 200 which is around 1.5 right. so uh, uh, the, the, we might be definitely having lower mortality compared to the rest of the nations for mm. many reasons mm. but uh, will it be this low we don't know yet so mm. we, unless we have a representative uh, uh, survey and done repeatedly across different parts of the country to understand Finally I asked Dr Babu about what these surveys mean for us as individuals since the surveys would usually show that a wide swath of people who had no idea thus far that they were infected turn out to have antibodies is this information useful to them at the individual level I think what's uh, useful to understand uh, uh, is that we are only speaking in terms of what is the current decision Uh, based on the antibody levels or even for that matter antigen testing what we don't know is what is the long term sequelae of yeah. uh, being being a covid 19 positive versus those who do not have it right. so uh, at least at least the paper which came in jama yesterday shows that there is some uh, myocardial in, uh, involvement in right. the people uh, who even have mild symptoms so right. therefore uh, Uh, preventing the spread of infection might be uh, even more important uh, when we learn um, uh, from these studies right. and therefore knowing at an individual level whether i'm positive or negative is a useful information because at least i should be attending these annual screenings for my heart health and things like that right. so uh, we are learning it uh, we will know uh, clearly as we uh, progress I've linked to the paper he referred to in my Medium post, and you could have a look at it. I hope we're going to get better sero surveys soon. One way to get better would be to learn from the past and from other diseases. More on that in the next episode. Thank you for listening. This episode was edited by Anand Krishnamurthy. In the next episode, a new question. <laughs>